What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This former producer of major market television shows writing into us anonymously to say he just found our show on Game Plus Television. Here's some tips. The show has ADD. It's all over the place. Your sound effects are annoying. And your host is arrogant. Right on all counts. But that's what we want. That's what we wanted it to be. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah. Guilty as charged. Thank you, Rick Regan. And I haven't heard from that no-name producer who anonymously wrote into us. I haven't heard from him since. Come on back. Come on. When I have, we weren't done having fun yet. At least I was having fun. Welcome to Hour 2. Some would say the best hour of the program. Live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, and streaming, and so forth. Let's bring in the moose, where... (laughs) I'm that teacher at the front of the class. You got to say it over and over all the time. Hour 1, we talk about last night. Hour 2, we talk about what's coming up tonight. And in the middle... We talk about the breaking news. These are the, here, these are the topics today, if you've just tuned in, on all of the various platforms we just discussed. Number one, Chris Strebler has re-signed with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers after four years in the National Football League with the Jets and the Cardinals. Natasha's watching in Winnipeg, by the way, on Game Plus TV. She writes in 902-518-3033. Sober Carpenter text line, and she says, Yes, Strevy! Of course he'll always be a backup. And he'll be the best damn running back, backup quarterback in a fur coat. We've all been waiting for what he feels. LOL. <laughs> oh, Natasha's excited. I saw Ashley, I think, oh, Ainsley, TV reporter in Winnipeg, tweeting, he's the most exciting backup in the history of the CFL. And that might be true. And we'll get to the other topics in a moment. But I think he can start games and win. Is that why the other teams haven't gone after him? Is that why... He didn't have to wait till free agency. He's an outright free agent. Maybe other teams didn't have interest in him. I don't know. But as I was quoting and imitating John Lynch last hour, I've seen him win some big game, big games. I saw him win the Banjo Bowl. I've seen him. He started in the NFL. So do we actually think he's not, he's not the same quarterback now than when he left four years ago. He should be infinitely better having gone against all that competition and watched all that film. Do you know what I mean? I would think these unrushing defenders would be coming at him in slow-mo now uh, compared to the experience he's had. What do you think? Yeah, you would hope so. Um, As the players will tell you, I know that consistently top to bottom, the NFL is a much better league. But the athletes, you know, the line isn't as big as we think it is in terms of the athletes north and south of the border. Um, You know, very good athletes in the CFL. But the experience, going through that game plan, the way you put everything together, um, 
just playing against those types of players. Yeah, you're right. The experience should come back and help him, and he should be in a better spot coming back to Winnipeg and maybe, you know, more ready to be a starter in this league when his, when his time comes. I could sit and talk about this forever, but I, a very close friend of mine by the name of Eddie Johnson who punted for nine teams in the National Football League. His nickname's the Gardener. Don't ask. Last player to wear number four in Minnesota before Brett Favre put it on. That's his claim to fame. We had this <laughs> very talk one time. And he's, and he's like, Rod, everybody thinks there's this huge gap between the NFL and CFL. There, is, there isn't. He goes, but where we've got one strapping six, five, 300-pound D-end or D-lineman in the CFL, they've got... 12 to 15 at every position along the line. He goes, they're just monsters and they're unlimited, right? Like in Canada, when that one guy goes down, you're screwed. In the NFL, it's, there's a never-ending supply of physical freaks, right? The other topic we're talking about, the Calgary Flames say they didn't know Dylan Dubé was facing sexual assault charges when he took leave from the team on January 21st. The Flames initially said the player had been granted an indefinite leave to deal with his mental health and was under the care of health professionals. The team claimed last night they had no knowledge of the pending charges when they put out that statement. I believe them. There's no re reason to ask what Darren thinks because we covered it an hour ago and we explained why. And the one thing we've been talking about and been bringing in the viewers' opinions on this is what changed from six years ago now where there were no charges laid after the incident in London, Ontario and the victim going away with a $3.5 million settlement from Hockey Canada to now four of those players being charged. What changed in between? Not too many people know. We've been discussing it because that's what we do. Daytime sports talk. The view for sports fans. Now, speaking of all that, Moose, I know you're getting excited for the Super Bowl, aren't we all? Super Bowl 58. I wanted to read you this. An NHL All-Star talk is coming up, too, because we promoted it and said it's going to be an overreaction Wednesday. And trust me, I think we've had a lot of overreactions today. Serious. The National Football League says despite the prevalence of advertisements for sports betting, only three will be seen during the Super Bowl on February 11th. The announcement was made during an online news conference to discuss the championship game in Las Vegas. League officials say they generally limit sports betting ads to one per quarter, but added that only three have been sold for the 58th Super Bowl. Chiefs 49ers in Las Vegas. Um, I'm going to bring a gambling component to the NHL All-Star game, but I guess you just got to love the PR flair of what they do. Do I? I don't care. Have every ad for a betting company. I don't care. But here's the NFL once and for uh, finally saying, we have taste and decorum and integrity here. We're only going to sell three spots related to sports betting because we're the champions and the good guys. How do you feel about that announcement from yesterday? I mean, okay, but it's just an announcement to me. It doesn't really mean a whole lot. I mean, what are you saying? Like, we could make an announcement that say we're limiting our whole show to one sports betting company to our show. We're better than the NFL. That could be the headline. You know, more integrity than the National Football League because we have one betting part, and we love them, you know? And the NFL, though, is a PR machine, so... 
it, they're never going to make themselves look bad, but they want to continue to keep the PR machine spinning so that we're constantly talking about them and, and keeping the information, you know, abreast of it. I think it's a good thing for the NFL to keep talking about it. It's obviously working. Because we're talking about it, you mean? Or what? Or yeah. for them? For them. Like, we're, right. we're talking about it. Everybody's, you know, it's, it's, it's news. And it's really not news. You know, how many, when have we talked about how many ads they've <laughs> no. sold? You know? Or the number of different advertisers well. on the Super Bowl. Unless you're a geek really into the business uh, newspapers, right? Like the Wall Street Journal. There isn't going, well, there, compared to the fluff, crap, fast food talk of the NFL, like this and the Super Bowl and the Taylor Swift talk, you're going to get all of that. There's very little matchups, um, history. That's, I seek that out. I was talking last hour with Mike Richards, just the history of the Super Bowl. Because it's something to go by. You can never predict. You can't predict. That's why we love it. And it's not rigged. We're not going down that road. But this is the eighth rematch in Super Bowl history. But only, what the hell is it? It's only the fifth time there's been a rematch played. No, it's the fourth time there's been a rematch within five years. Again, numbers, not my thing. But they've all been won the prior ones by the team that won the first game. And if you go by that, the Chiefs will win this game. It's a good guideline if you're betting, but there's still no prediction. You can't, we don't know what's going to happen come Sunday. Now, having said all of that, I just want to say this. Jay in Winnipeg wrote in last hour. Can you believe, we're like Winnipeg's talk show, I feel. Just putting that out there. And we're proud of that. Game Plus Television and WQE Radio. But Jay said, who else is going to be watching the All-Star game? I can't necessarily say that I'll be watching. I'm a little excited. The Panthers have Sergey Bobrovsky and Sam Reinhardt in it, and I just love me some Bob. I was talking to you about him the other day. I sit there in his dressing room, not the law, and just stare at him. And the odd thing is he doesn't mind. It's like he doesn't even know that I'm there. He just, he stretches and he limbers out and he's a big, long-limbed guy. And he's a really nice guy. Really nice guy, Sergey Bobrovsky. So I might watch to see how he's doing. And uh, Kucherov from up the road in Tampa. But I got sucked into reading that column at NHL.com about a mock draft for the All-Star draft. And initially, I'm like, why am I reading this? But then I'm like, wait a minute, this is kind of fun. Who will be the first player drafted? Who will be the first goalie drafted? Who would you take? It's got to be Bob. But maybe not. Who will be the first, you know, whatever. It's kind of fun. I would have, I'm sure somewhere, because you can bet on what color of underwear the queen's wearing. To, no, you can't. She's not with us anymore. What color of underwear the king's wearing <laughs> today. Uh, I'm sure you can. I put that oh, yeah. question to our guy yesterday, Stephen Ellis, who will be the first guy taken. He said, probably a leaf. It's kind of fun to talk about. You well, know? It is. Do we know who has the first pick? I think that would play into it, too. Be Do you know, Clark? Or how they're determining the first pick. Ah, he's, he says Matthews and Bieber is something he heard, that it might be that. Well, let me go to the big board while you're talking. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you go to the big board. 
Um, I don't hate Stephen Ellis's assessment that it could be a leaf, get the crowd into it, win a lot of brownie points. But it does depend on who is, um, who has the pick. Might pick a teammate, might pick somebody from their native country. Um, I think it'll depend a little bit on who has the first pick on where it goes. But it'll be interesting to see. I could see a leaf going like Nylander first for sure. I don't think a goalie is going to go first overall. I think the goalies will be later. Um, but again, the draft is always fun. Uh, I think we care as much about who's going to go last and if there'll be any drama around that as to who will go first. Okay, bear with me. Yeah. This is from Bleacher Report. The captains are Austin Matthews, Nathan McKinnon, Connor McDavid, and co-captain by Jack Hughes and Quinn Hughes. So those are the captains. And then I've just clicked on... This is their mock draft. They clicked me over to NHL.com. They, they forwarded me over there. Uh, here it is, the draft order. Ba, 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 ba. Apparently, Austin Matthews has the first pick. And he's with Bieber, you say, Clark? And they say that he'll take Morgan Riley with the first pick. So Okay. What do you think? This would be a very interesting board, wouldn't it? This would be a very interesting board to see who would go first, second, third, and who you would pick. Um, yeah, very, very curious to see uh, if they got the first pick, if they'll go with a guy like Morgan Riley, a Leaf, or one of the other Leafs, or if they'll uh, go somewhere else. Because you know a team will try and take the Leafs away from the Leafs, and that'll be part of the storyline with the home crowd. This better be right. But they're saying the next team to pick is the Nathan McKinnon team. He's got Tate McRae with him, the celebrity uh, captain. And they're saying they'll take Sidney Crosby with the yeah. number two overall pick. You good with that? I'm good with that. Now you've got more wrinkles. Like, does Matthew see that and take Crosby <laughs> ahead of him to try and get him away from, uh, from Nate? I mean, that would be fun to see Nate and, uh, and Sid play together for sure. Colin in Ottawa says, are they going to draft in front of a live audience? I remember when Phil Kessel was drafted, when the NHL All-Star Game was here in Ottawa, he got the loudest boos from Sens Army since Sundin. Oh, boy. Patrolman Peter Winnipeg says, I wonder if Nate McKinnon is married. Because if so, his wife may not be thrilled about him spending time with celebrity captain Tate McRae. Kay, I'm sorry. I thought Tate McRae was a guy. That's how <laughs> oh, much I know. No. Mm. Uh, we discussed that. He says she dated Cole Sillinger. And remember what I said? Who didn't? Um, and I know him personally. I've known him since he was a child. So I'm just having fun with it. We'll get to the Streveler talk next uh, segment we'll come back on that i'm having too much fun what's that mean number three team connor mcdavid and celebrity captain will arnett who again i could not pick out of a police lineup but that's that's a me problem they it's a toss-up apparently they, they're probably going to take a timeout <laughs> to decide between david pasternak and Sergei Kucherov. 
with a third overall pick. They're saying it'll be one of those two guys. And then with the Hughes brothers and Michael Bubbly Buble, they will settle on Kucherov, meaning Pasta would have gone to the team ahead of them. And then they re-go back to the top again. Dagnabbit, I'm getting into this. And I didn't think that would happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what you're saying. It's fun. It's fun. And that's what it's supposed to be, right? Where will your favorite players go? Who will they play with? It's going to be fun. By the way, they've got Bob going in the seventh round. Shesterkin, the third. They're saying Shesterkin will be the high. No, Thatcher Demko will be the highest goalie taken. Thatcher Demko of your Vancouver Canucks. Followed by Connor Hellebuck of the Winnipeg Jets. Then Shesterkin. Like Bob, like Bob is the last goalie. You want to talk about no respect? <laughs> what? What? I love how defensive you get about Bob. I love it. It's great. And uh, uh, personal know. connection to Bob. Yeah, Bob's your uncle. What were you going to say? <laughs> no, I just now I'm now I'm more curious because of you know you getting defensive about Bob. I'm curious now to see where Bob goes. Like I'll be waiting on the draft. Right. To find out if he's the last goalie picked or not. And now we're seeing how round and round the merry-go-round goes of sports talk and how it helps the sports of which they talk about. Yeah. We'll be back with more in a moment. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, everybody. Hey, a, a nice reminder from one of our wonderful partners, the Telemiracle 50-50 raffle. Proceeds are going to be staying in Saskatchewan and will be part of Telemiracle 48, supporting the work of the Kinsman Foundation. Get your tickets today at Telemiracle5050.com. It's called Saskatchewan's Charity. It's one more way for you to help out to make a difference in people's lives with the Kinsmen and Kenettes. It's a pleasure to welcome the coach, Jeff Reinbold, and there is CFL news that we'll get to in a moment, but he joins us to talk ball. Hey, coach, good to see you. Super Bowl 58, How you you're doing, on Rob? your way. Che Good, good, Coach. Chiefs and 49ers. How are you feeling about the matchup? Well, you know, I think it's going to be a great football game. Obviously, you got uh, the best quarterback in the business right now against a guy that was the last player picked in the draft. I don't know if that's ever happened in Super Bowl history. And, you know, two football teams that have earned their right to be there. Now, you can argue 
in San Francisco, you know, that they have not played particularly well in the first half of games. And if they don't play well in the first half of this one, are they going to be dug in a hole so deep they can't get out of it? <laughs> uh, you know, you, you look at Kansas City and, you know, they're winning a different way, Rod. We're not, we're not used to a Kansas City football team scoring 20 points and winning football games, but that's what's happened. Steve Spagnuolo has done a great job with that defense. You look at, you know, they played an unbelievable game last week. LeJarrius Sneed making plays at the goal line that, that uh, you know, most players would give up on those plays. And, you know, here, here's six inches away. We hear it's a game of inches. Well, we saw that this past weekend. I bet you're prepared for me to ask you about Dan Campbell. <laughs> and going yep. at it on fourth down. Because Rex Ryan's defending him. Everybody else is trouncing him. Where do you sit on that? Well, I think, first of all, you got to take have a context with it, right? Because we have the advantage of having, you know, the opportunity to make a comment after the call, right? you got to understand that Dan Campbell has built the culture in Detroit based upon aggressiveness and belief in his football team. And he's expressed that numerous times, you know, on fourth down when it's gone right for him. The thing that I have issue with or that I would question is, you know, you can't, you can't listen to the analytics guys all the time. As a football coach, uh, in, a, in a game situation, you have to take into consideration where you're at with your football team right now. They were struggling on defense. And uh, those two gambles that took points off the board uh, in, the, you know, in, in the fourth quarter were, I think, really, really, really difficult for us to understand. I get it from the standpoint of that's who he is and that's what he's going to do. But sometimes somebody in in the system might need to save him from himself and say, Dan, here's the situation. You get three here, right? They're not going to have enough time nor enough possessions to win the football game. You know, I, I, I look at it and what was more shocking to me, Rod, than everybody talks about the fourth down calls because those are the ones that stick out to you. But how about, how about an offense that ran the ball 20 times in the first half and then just seemed to forget about the run in the second half? And they were playing with the lead for much of the second half. And I thought that, as much as anything, contributed to the loss of the game because you're going to get six possessions and a half, typically, in pro football. And you're up 24-7. You should be able to finish that game off if you just manage your possessions well enough. You know, and another thing that struck me watching those games was the experience of the Chiefs, Mahomes and their sideline, and the lack of it from Lamar and Baltimore. And even Dan Campbell hadn't been in a game that big ever before. Whereas the 49ers, that was their third straight NFC championship. You've been in a lot of championship games. That, that really struck home for me. To look around and go, I've been here before. Meant a lot to me. Well, I think that's, I, I think you're exactly right. And, you know, in Lamar did not play like an MVP, had played all year. And I think he's going to be the MVP. And, you know, there were times where I think Todd Monk and the offensive coordinator, they ran the ball. Think about this. The leading rushing team in football ran the ball with their running backs six times in that game. 
And we were talking about we we're talking about a game where they never were behind by more than two scores. So it wasn't like you were out, you know, you're down like the Niners were down. They were close and I just it was it was baffling to me. And <clears throat> I don't know and I think Harbaugh should come under some of the same scrutiny that Dan Campbell's underneath because he didn't manage the game in my opinion the way he was capable of doing it and the way you know he's done all year long the game got too big I think for both as you said for both the uh, the Ravens and for the Lions uh, <laughs> reminds me of fishing my guy I was on the high seas on the weekend and the guy do you call it driving the boat? I don't know. Brent goes, if you don't know what you're doing, stuff can go bad in a hurry out here. On the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, yeah, it can I mean, on the football field too, right, yeah. Coach? Right? Yes, it certainly can. And, I mean, it, you know, and, and Dan Campbell, I, the reason I love Dan Campbell is he's so honest, right? And he could have given us a bunch of coach speak after the game. But I think he really bared his soul. And he talked about how gut-wrenching it is and how there's no guarantee that you'll ever get back again. And, and you know, I've been in that, in that country he's living in right now, right? It's, it's no fun. And you go, it doesn't matter. It's, I think it's actually worse to get beat in the NFC AFC championship game or the Eastern or Western Division championship game in the CFL than it is to lose in the Grey Cup. Now, that seems crazy, but at least you got there if you're one of the last two. But if you're one of the last four and you're, you're, you get knocked out, nobody even remembers who you were, right? Everybody remembers the championship game and the fact that you got to the championship round. But if you get, out, if you get knocked out in, in, you know, in that round, in the elimination round, it, you know, nobody even remembers your name. And so it's devastating and it's heart-wrenching and it's tough on organizations and coaches and players and fan bases and everybody. And, you know, both of those teams are going to have to, they're going to have to look deep inside and say, okay, what do we need to do to fix this? Because for the Lions, they should be back in the playoffs next year. For the Ravens, they're too good a football team, the number one seed, to lose at home with an MVP quarterback. You do or should learn from losses like this, but we'll find out whether they do. Now, you please tell me, what is your Super Bowl schedule? I'm hoping we can do this face-to-face -face on Radio Row. Could you imagine? Well, I will be on Radio Row, and I will be there Wednesday morning. Um, we have, I've got a, we've got practices. We're in spring ball right now, so I'm going to leave Tuesday night late, fly to L.A., and then catch the morning flight to Vegas, and I'll be, get my credential, and I'll be in, in Vegas on Wednesday. Okay, cool. This is all pretty new to me, Coach. In L.A. two years ago, we did it from a hotel lobby, which was fine, but everybody said, you got to be at Radio Row. That's the place to be. So that's where we're going. And my dance well, card I, is almost filled up. The NFL, yeah, it's a different thing. It's an, it's an animal. It's a beast, as you know. Well, Rod, think about this. 55 million people watch the AFC championship game. 55 million. That's the most that's ever watched an AFC championship game. And, you know, you can talk about the Taylor Swift effect if you want, but 
the fact of the matter is the the NFL has never been more popular, not just in the United States, but internationally. And the NFL understands how to drive the sport and how to market and all those things. You think about you're going to Radio Row and the number of people that you will have access to on Radio Row, not just players, but you're talking about legends, coach. I mean, it's unbelievable what, what that week is like. And the NFL just keeps finding ways to keep itself on the cutting edge of sports, sports marketing. Well, maybe we can have a pineapple juice and discuss it. But the thing that I've noticed, and this goes back to L.A. two years ago, and I'm seeing it here again, is it's come on in, Rod. Come on in. What do you want? What can we get you? How can we help you? Boom, 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 boom. And let me just say, it ain't like that in other places. You know what I mean? Well, I, again, I think, you know, the NFL really, if you study the history of the NFL, the NFL was was not, it was second to college football all the way up into the 60s. And television and and really Pete Rozelle's vision for what television could do for to drive the game is what caused this explosion that we have now and how it has become a worldwide phenomenon. And, and uh, you know, I mean, it, it's really incredible. They, I've had the opportunity to sit in those offices on at 200 Park Avenue in New York. And, you know, I'm telling you, there are some brilliant people in there that are incredibly proactive on promoting their game. It shows. <laughs> it shows. So now to the CFL. I cannot let you go. I want your expert opinion on the signing of Chris Trevler. What's Winnipeg getting in him compared to the guy that left four years ago, do you think? Well, I, I think what they'll probably see, and again, you, you never know because four years is a long time and pro sports, right? That's a, that's a lifetime for some guys. I think what they will see with, with Strev is that he's probably grown as a quarterback, right? You know, when he was in the CFL previously, he was a great athlete, a great competitor, a big, strong guy. And, you know, he gave Winnipeg a dimension that was, you know, hard to defend. You basically had to prepare two game plans when you played him. And I think that what you'll find now is he's much more sophisticated thrower. He, you know, he's had all of those reps, all of that time, all those OTAs, all those mini camps, all of it. So, but he hasn't had his body beat up. And I think that is a big factor. And certainly now when you go to play the Bombers, you not only have to prepare for Zach Collars, you got, who's, a, who's a, gonna be a Hall of Famer, you're going to have to compare for a completely different animal and how Buck Pierce and, and that staff utilize Strev's unique, you know, skill set is going to be interesting to watch. Plus the fact you get a crowd favorite and a tremendous leader. So I think it's a win-win all the way around for the Bombers. Well, thank you, because today the viewers are writing in, even Bomber fans are saying he's never going to be more than a backup. And uh, I defer to Etch, who used to say, my props, <laughs> never is a long time. That's what Etch used to say. Yeah. Don't never say never. Well, I'm going <laughs> right? to tell you something. They're, they're, the reality of it is, in an 18-game schedule in the CFL, how many quarterbacks go through that entire 18 games in the playoffs unscathed that play every, every game? 
It just, it's, it's almost unrealistic for it to happen now. So you don't have to have one, you have to have two. And again, you're talking about a guy that has tremendous experience and has played at a high level in the league before, understands the league. He's not, you know, you're not bringing in a raw rookie. So I, I think it's a really, really smart signing by Winnipeg. Me too. All right, Coach. Thank you. I appreciate this. Uh, good luck with camp and we and spring ball. We'll see you in Vegas. All right, Rod. Look forward to it very much. Thank you, bud. Coffee with a coach. Jeff Reinbold checking in from Hawaii. We'll be back with a sports update. We got a lot of time still left in today's program, but it's just going to be me and you to do that. We're live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio. Your favorite streams, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me, or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I told you it's just you and me. It's you and me to the top of the hour. So get your comments in. There's several already. 902-518-3033. Are we officially calling ourselves Canada's daytime sports talk show? I don't know why we wouldn't. Yeah, buddy. And, well, there's a few talk shows in Atlanta. Are you seeing the blimp go by? Are you seeing that? Oh, you can't see it because of the lighting. I don't know what's going on, but the blimp is circling. I'm not joking. And I'm sitting here, not panicking, but I just talked to, uh, you saw it all with the, the interview with Coach Reinbold there. Got an email from the National Football League. Please distribute this email to members of your organization who are credentialed for the Super Bowl. Government-issued photo ID is required for credential pickup. See, this is why my mind isn't necessarily on the NHL All-Star game. My Jeep's in the shop on its last legs. That's one. And then this. Credential pickup is located in the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. Hours. 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. I arrive Wednesday night, but I'm on the air at 9 a.m. Pacific time. How am I going to get my credentials? The office don't open till 8 a.m. And then I got to be a radio row on the air at 9. I got to set up in between. Ah, That's the old me. It'll all work out, right, Clark? Bingo! Maybe we don't schedule a, maybe we don't schedule a live guest right for 9 o'clock. You got to have me running down the hallway of Mandalay Bay doing a selfie video from a V-Mix call while I try to get into radio. It'll all work out. 
Well, it usually does. We're sitting here today, right? Relax. Breaking news on this Wednesday. There's been a few things. The Seattle Seahawks are, are hiring Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald as their new head coach. The 36-year-old McDonald will become the youngest head coach in the NFL at half the age of the man he's replacing, Pete Carroll, who was let go after 14 seasons in charge in Seattle. McDonald spent the past two years running Baltimore's defense, including this past season when the Ravens finished with the NFL's best regular season record and reached the AFC championship game before <coughs> choking to Kansas City. There are four games in the National Hockey League tonight, including the Ottawa Senators visiting the Detroit Red Wings. The Sens are in last place in the Eastern Conference, but are coming off a 4-3 overtime win over Nashville Monday, so there's that. Elsewhere, Los Angeles visits Nashville and Anaheim hosts San Jose. We don't have Moose here. He's off to cover and broadcast curling. Let's play our own Bet Regal breakaway bets. you got to help me with this. Clark, you're going to do it in my ear. Nobody's going to hear you but me, but that's okay. Ottawa, Detroit, I'll take the dead things. Red Wings for me. How about you, Clark? Ottawa, Detroit. He's taken the sins in an upset like the other night. Gotcha. The LA Kings at the Nashville Predators. I'm going to take the Preds. You? He's taken a bounce back game from the Kings. And the San Jose Sharks visit the Anaheim Ducks tonight. Poof. I guess. <laughs> Do we have to pick a win? Both teams will lose. Is that possible? I'll take, I'll take Anaheim to win at home. Yeah, the fans lose. Sweet Annie loses. Okay. Thanks, Clark. Thanks for playing. Bet Regal Breakaway Bets. That was quick and fun and painless. You can sign up at betregal.ca. Join for free. There, yeah, you can play for free. It's that term that we, we invented on this show. Sport betting. Betting for fun. Not putting money on it. Not putting lunch on it. It's like sport fishing. Catching it and putting it back in the ocean. Canada's Shea Gilgis Alexander and the Oklahoma City Thunder host the Denver Nuggets in a heavyweight clash in the NBA tonight. The Nuggets sit second in the West, half a game ahead of the Thunder. The Toronto Raptors are off until Friday when they visit Houston. This sports update is brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, the Beekeeper. In the Beekeeper, one man's brutal campaign for vengeance takes on national stakes after he is revealed to be a former operative of a clandestine, powerful organization known as Beekeepers. From the director of Fury and End of Watch, starring Jason Statham and Minnie Driver. The Beekeeper in Landmark Cinemas now. And we're also brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience, visit Common Crown. It's making a note about our NHL All-Star talk from hour uh, two. It was fun when you get right down to it. Talking about who's going to be the... Who do you think is going to be the first goalie picked? I thought it should be Bob. And NHL.com has Sergei Bobrovsky being the last goalie picked. And I believe they had Th Thatcher Demko in their mock draft 
being the highest goalie taken, if I had that right, in the second round. Hellebuck and Shesterkin going in the third. Do you see how much fun these mock drafts and hype can be? It means exactly nothing. All the people who wrote it, I've never heard of them. Yet I'm sitting here getting all wound up about their picks. That's the way it's supposed to roll. 902-518-3033. If you are throwing a sober Super Bowl party like us, why not make a Sober Carpenter your drink of choice? The preferred non-alcoholic craft beers of the RP Show. Ask for it by name at your local beer, wine, and spirit store. Uh, 902-518-3033, the number to text us here. You see it. Mike is watching in Hawaii. My deal, Mike. He writes it and says, the Rod Peterson show has blimp coverage now? Fantastic. I got half a mind to pick up the camera, and right now the blimp ain't... When I get off the air, I'll film it. And I'll put it on my social media. How about that? Even better, the show's social media. You can follow us at The Rod Peterson Show on Instagram or Rod Peterson Show on Twitter. Let's make it happen. David in Winnipeg misfiring. He meant to text his son, and he texted us. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Here's oh, the text. No. Bomber signed Strebler. And then he writes in, sorry, I was trying to text my son. You're good, bro. What are they saying over here in the YouTube? Jeff the Stamps fan says, if the 49ers win, someone should send Brock Purdy a box of Canada's own Purdy's chocolates. How about, How about that? Are those the ones in the purple box? I'm, a, I'm more of a pot of gold fan myself. Trent in Norway writes in, he says, Norway here, I predict the 49ers to beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Last-minute field goal to win it. Isn't that what Reinbold said? If it came, comes down to field goal, he wouldn't be surprised? Well, here you go. Patrolman Pete writes in. He says, the Goodyear blimp is based near Pompano Beach, Florida. Hot damn! Uh, and I lost the rest of the comment, but uh, go look at a map. Pompano Beach is... Eight miles from where I am right now. Six to eight miles. I was just there last night in Pompano Beach, Florida, picking up gift cards for the beach house because they very generously sponsor our guest appearances. Don't tell the show guests of this show that the guests of the Cats and Bolts podcast get $100 gift cards to the beach house. So they, they'll get mad, Clark. We won't tell them. Patrolman Pete goes on to say, by the way, some quality guests today. Yeah, I would suggest every day. They're top-notch. Jason and Red Deer regarding the Gretzky card. Well, the, the palette of hockey cards from the 1979-80 season from OPG being discovered in a storage room in Regina. Worth millions. Jason and Red Deer writes in and he says, Hey, squad, sorry, but I am, a, I've been, I am a way behind watching. Here's a question. Would you even open the case of hockey cards? It would take every ounce of my being not to open it. LOL. Well, 
personal choice, but I would say this. What good is it doing sitting in the box? That's all that I'm saying. And the poll question today is that what would you do if you had a Gretzky rookie card, if you owned it? Would you sell it or keep it? Pretty simple choices right there. <laughs> Brought to you, of course, as always, by our friends at Key Auto Group. And uh, did I tell you at Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. I haven't looked since hour one, but at that time, it was over 70% of respondents saying they would sell it. Clark, what are they saying now? Do you have an update? Uh, it's coming down, but still the majority rules. 58% saying they will be selling it. John Ohm in Winnipeg, and we're going to break here right away, but John Ohm, Ohm says other CFL teams are going to be jealous that they didn't go after Strebler. Just wait, CFL fans. It seems to me to be an inside job, and we talked about this way off at the start. I don't think he wanted to go anywhere else but Winnipeg. We talked about this lustily. It was the very first item of the day. He's been bounced around the NFL. He had his shot. He didn't deliver. I'm sorry, but it's true. So now he wants to come back to Canada, a place that he's wanted, and uh, good on him. We'll be right back with overtime after this. Stick around and get your comments in. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Here we go, skiddly beat. It's the final segment. It's uh, called Overtime. It's brought to you by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. Check them out if you haven't already done so. Tell them Rod sent you. They're at 28th Street Northeast, just off 16th Avenue. A slap shot away from the old Crossroads flea market. And just down the street from Common Crown. It's amazing how that all worked out. Overtime hockey lanes. Baseball has batting cages. Golf has driving ranges. Only makes sense that hockey would have shooting lanes. And they do. Plus a licensed bar. Take your team. Take your family. They got fun for the entire group. Just call ahead and book your lane. <laughs> okay. Oh, we got time. I asked you to send in. Your comments, and here they are. Gary, with two R's, in Penticton, B.C., writes in, and he says, Hi, Rod, I love your emotion and candor on the show. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. Google's candor. The quality of being open and honest in expression. Frankness. A man of refreshing candor would be an example of how to use that. Thank you. I mean, what? <laughs> what you see is what you get. David. Uh, well, I was starting to think we were Winnipeg show. And then we hear from Penticton, B.C., which is fantastic. And Saskatchewan's still our number one region for viewership. Probably 
always will be. Only spent a half a century there. David from Winnipeg writes in. He says, uh, Chris Strebler's open field running was fast. Hopefully he hasn't lost that part of his game. With Drew Brown gone, Strebler gives the Bombers time to develop another quarterback. Obviously, Caleros thinks he has a few more number one years. Listen, I could be completely out to lunch. Many, there's a good argument to say that I am. But may, what if Chris Strebler came back and outperformed Zach Caleros in training camp in the preseason? Have we thought about that? It, Zach's the guy I know. I'm just saying, you're not getting the same Chris Strebler that left four years ago. He's had those NFL starts. He's led the preseason comeback wins and all those reps in practice. Reinbold just said it. Practices, OTAs, the film room study. You're getting a way better Chris Strebler. You talk about developing him. How much? You're not going to develop him. He's developed. And by the way, just because he is built like a linebacker doesn't mean he doesn't, isn't smart. He obviously is. He's 29, by the way. From Naperville, Illinois, 6'1", 216. With an afro, 6'4". Natasha in Winnipeg, 902-518-3033. She says, where's Moose? What are you, his mom? We bid him adieu because he's got to go call curling. And every minute counts. That's the one thing about this business. Chop, 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 chop. Things start. You'd like to think on time. I gave him a little extra time to get to curling. Draw one of the provincial men's tankard. Because I'm a good guy like that. She goes on to say, ha ha, schedule a guest for 9 a.m. on Radio Row. And let them host the show until you catch your breath. See, while that sounds good in theory, what you don't understand is, I'll have the equipment with me. That's the one thing that normies don't understand. Last minute of playing the RP. I fly in Wednesday night. I'll have all of this with me. Wednesday night. And the credential office will be closed until 8 a.m. Thursday. So I got to wait to get in at 8. God knows how long the lineup will be. Get my pass and then haul ass over to Radio Row and try and get set up in time to go on the air at 9. Methinks this is going to be tough. And I ain't changing my flight to go earlier because I already did that, changed it to stay later for reasons that I'll get into tomorrow. Woosa. It'll all work out. My Jeep will be running by then, too. So says Mike, the, my mechanic. We'll be back tomorrow, God willing. Same time, same TV and radio station. Have a good one, everybody. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.